0: every day. You can find the show on Twitter at LO underscore Hurricanes, on Facebook at Locked On Hurricanes Podcast, and you can find myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore ninety six. And in today's episode we'll briefly be running down uh the game against Nashville the other night, discussing Seth Jarvis return to junior hockey and a quick preview of tonight's game against the Detroit Red Wings. So heading on into the recap of the other night's game, we will make this quick. Um, obviously, the Hurricanes got out to a very hot start, going up three to nothing heading into the third period. But the National Predators, of course, made a little bit of comeback, um, scored two goals there in the third period to make it a little bit of a game for the Hurricanes. Um, but we'll be talking more about the Hurricanes allowing that later. Um, big story out of this game was Stephen Lorenz getting his first career goal in the NHL which also ended up being the game winning goal. So great for him. The kid has worked extremely hard to get um, to the NHL um, so you love seeing that and that was the second first career goal um, on that road trip for the Hurricanes uh, Jake Bean got his um, a couple nights prior um, so congratulations to both of those um, obviously if you guys had Seen the video of Lawrence in post game. Uh, I know that definitely put a smile on your face You can't help, but like the kid uh, really great kid um, And Sebastian Aha is starting to get a little bit of a rhythm back uh, under him um, He, of course, scored two goals uh, for the Hurricanes in that game. He opened up the scoring for the team, um, you know, starting out. Um, Then he got an empty netter a little bit later on. And I say a little bit later on, but it was, of course, the end of the game. Um, But he's starting to get some rhythm back to him, uh, which is really good um, because the Hurricanes need... uh, their top guys to really be scoring goals, that's been an issue, but we'll be talking more about that in a little bit, and then, uh, Trocek, um, got yet another power play goal, um, he has been on fire this season for the Hurricanes, in my opinion, uh, he's the team's MVP so far this season, he has been incredible, um, and, you know, I was expecting good things out of him, you know, following um, that trade last year. Um, and then, you know, this season, you know, having a full season with the team. Um, yeah, I was expecting him to be good, but I didn't even expect him to be this good. Um, he's constantly just finding ways to put the puck in the back of the net for the team, which is um, he's really playing, honestly, like an all star. Um, if, the NHL were to have an all-star game this season if it hadn't been scrapped, I would honestly say Vincent Trocheck is far and away, you know, an all-star for the Hurricanes. Um freaking lutely. Um and then of course, you know, you get to the other side, um, to the negative stuff for the Hurricanes. Um and starting off there, I don't I mean I hate to say it, but you know, James Reimer. Um he's a bit of a mixed bag. You know, he's really kept the Hurricanes in games um, for them, um, especially as in the third periods when he really turns things up a notch, um, and he's won them a lot of games. Um, I'm not going to sit here and deny that, um, but here recently with Peter being out, while James has had moments of greatness, um, he has, again, been a mixed bag um, because... While you have all those great saves that he makes, um, there are moments where he just gives up goals that a starting NHL goalie shouldn't give up. Um, and it shows that the Hurricanes need an upgrade in the goaltending position because Peter Mrazek does the same thing. Um, I think Peter's a little bit of a better goalie than James. Yeah, They're both good, uh, but... You you look um, at other places around the league and other, I should say, other contending teams around the league. Um, And neither of those guys would be starters. Um, So the Hurricanes need an upgrade because Alex Ndokovic, he has been playing out of his mind. Um, He's been playing incredible hockey. Um, But he is still very green. Um, and he needs time as a backup uh, before he could fill the shoes as the starter for the Hurricanes if that time ever comes for him because obviously, you know, I've questioned his future in the Hurricanes organization with him having put on waivers. You know, yeah, he cleared, but, you know, that happens. You kind of wonder, like, what's going on here? Um, So really the Hurricanes, they – they need that upgrade. Um, that's something I'll talk about more in a later episode. Uh, but yeah, I don't want to beat that horse to death, you know, and looking ahead, you know, to Peter coming back, um, you know, which is likely going to be sooner rather than later. I think, you know, sometime this month in March, you know, he'll be back, you know, cause he's practicing again and all that. Um, it kind of begs the question of what are the hurricanes going to do? Um, at the end of the day, I think they're going to go back to the tandem they started the season with, you know, with Morazic and Reimer. Uh, but Nadelkovich, you know, he's made a case, uh, to be, you know, one of those guys, uh, for the Hurricanes. And, you know, you wonder, you know, are they going to go with Morazic and Nadelkovich? Um, or are they going to go with all three of them? Um, and I don't know how that would necessarily work. Um, but that would be something interesting that the Hurricanes would do. Uh, again, I think it's going to be Mrazek and Reimer. I think that's what they're going to go with. Uh, but like I said, Ned, he's he's made a case for himself. He's played really great hockey um, and really stepped up to the plate and been the guy that the Hurricanes wanted him to be when they drafted him and the guys that the fans knew he could be. Um You know, again, last year, you know, I was critical of him. Um, and I was kind of questioning, you know, is he the guy for the Hurricanes? Uh, you know, I still wonder, you know, is he the guy? Uh, but he's put some of those doubts to rest. He's shown, like, okay, he can play with the big boys and not against, you know, a bottom team. You know, he played well against Dallas. He played well against Florida, against Tampa, um, you know some really really good teams. I know Dallas, of course. You know they haven't been playing as much as they would like, uh, but yeah, you know, they still have a lot of talent there on that team. And then of course Tampa and Florida as well. So a case has been made for him. Um, but honestly, the biggest biggest criticism I have for this team is the fact that they continue to fail to play the full sixty minutes of the hockey game. And I don't know what the problem is there um, because you know the team is conditioned well enough to play the full 60 minutes. That's not a problem. Everybody knows that. Um, that's what carried them to win that series against the capitals a couple years ago. Um, we know that they are conditioned. we know they're not running out of gas, you know physically, but Mentally, I, I honestly think it's a mental issue with the team. Um, I don't know if um, it's a lack of leadership on the team. Um, because you know you look at the success they had in the previous seasons. Justin Williams you know, being on the team. He was a vital part of that success. Um, and that was really evident last year uh, when he had taken time off. Um, it was really clear, you know, that when he came back, you know, it really whipped the team into shape. Um, and you wonder if, you know, that's an issue, you know, that's not a knock against Jordan Stahl, uh, Jordan Martinoker, or Jacob Slavin, you know, they're all really good guys, uh, but Justin Williams, you know, was a bit more outspoken. Um, I know, uh, Jordan Stahl has mentioned that, you know, that he's not necessarily mis- that he himself isn't necessarily a guy that's going to yell and scream. Um, whereas Justin Williams, he would make his mind known. Uh, he wasn't afraid to speak his mind is what I should say there. Um, and you wonder if the team needs that. Um, I feel they definitely do. I, I honestly, again, I think it's a mental issue. Uh, I don't know, again, you know, if it's the leadership on the team, if it's um, they just get too comfortable uh with they're really like, oh, we got this lead, we got it in the bag and all that. And then, yeah, they blow a two, three goal lead. Um they are they were obviously able to hang on, you know, in this Nashville game, but there's been games this season where they haven't. You know, where the other team has forced overtime where the Hurricanes easily could have got two points and then the other team got nothing. Or vice versa, you know, the Hurricanes could have got two points but they only ended up with one or nothing like it's the Hurricanes they really need to get it under control um I don't know what it is I again I personally I I think it's a mental issue with them and they just need someone to be a bit more outspoken um on the team and really help motivate his teammates because your head coach can only do so much um but at the end of the day the hurricanes they did pick up the two points um and they are now tied for first place in the central division uh yet again um they are at a 15 6-1 record with 31 points um and tampa is you know in the first first place, uh, with a 15-4-1 record, also with 31 points, um, so obviously with a win tonight against Detroit, Hurricanes, uh, would jump Tampa and take that first spot yet again, um, so it's really tight there at the top, um, because while, you know, we're in second right now, uh, the Panthers are right on our heels, uh, at a 13-4 and 4 record with 30 points and then you got Chicago closely behind them uh, with a 12-7 and 4 record and 28 points. Um then there's a little bit of a cap before you get to Columbus. Folks, before we get into the Seth Jarvis news, it's kind of getting around snack time, you know, work days, you know, starting to come to a close. Um not yet time for supper, so what better snack is there than a built bar? The Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They have 18 amazing flavors, and they're always coming out with more. My new favorite, honestly, is the peanut butter chocolate crisp. It is the best thing that this company has ever put out. And that's saying a lot because Built Bars are fantastic. And not only do they taste fantastic, they're fantastic for you because they are low-calorie, uh, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, and great for keto diets for those of you that enjoy doing those diets. Um, and right now, when you go to builtbar.com and use the promo code locked on, you will get 20% off your next order, um, whether that be your favorite flair, flavor that you have already, or if you want to try something new, just go on over to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code On for 20% off. And while we have you covered for all things Carolina Hurricanes here on the Locked On Hurricanes podcast, what about the rest of sports? Now the Locked On Podcast Network has you covered there as well with Locked On Today. It's hosted by the great Peter Bukowski, and it's all the sports news you need Every morning in under 20 minutes, subscribe to the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get your podcasts, folks. Um, now moving into the Steph Jarvis news, uh, the Carolina Hurricanes, or I should say, uh, Chicago Wolves as well. Uh, they he has been assigned to his Portland Winter Hawks junior team. Um, Jarvis, you know, 19 years old, um, leads the AHL in points with 11 in nine games in um, his second in goals with seven goals. Um, while again, that's frustrating uh, for him to be having such a good season there. Yeah. You know, uh, there's really nothing we can do due to the uh, CHL and NHL agreement uh, there between those two organizations or leagues, I should say. Um, but, I think it was great for him to be able to play in the AHL. Um, he was of course uh, granted special permission to be able to play there uh, while the CHL or OHL, you know, all those Canadian junior teams uh, were getting all their COVID stuff in line um, in preparation for this season, which begins on Thursday, uh, March 4th. So, you know, It's great for him uh, to be able to have been developed in the AHL a little bit. I think that's going to benefit him greatly uh, this season uh, in Portland um, with his Winterhawks team, but I can't wait for him to be back in the AHL and NHL. Um, I, you know, didn't expect him to be that good, uh, in the AHL, um, right out the gate, honestly, uh. And it makes me really hopeful uh, for the future uh, with him, as well as some of the other uh, prospects that were given special permission to play in the HL, like a uh, Ryan Suzuki um, and these other guys. Um, so, best of luck uh, to him there in Portland this year, guys. Um, make sure you know you can. Watch it, you know, however you can watch it. Uh, I know I'm really excited to be able to watch him. You know, I've never really watched, you know, junior hockey like that. Uh, but when we have, you know, such a highly touted prospect like him that went and killed it in the AHL, um, you know, at 19 years old, I can't wait to see what he's going to do to those folks uh, there in the CHL, or in OHL, I should say. Um But I'm really excited for that, and again, I think the uh, Chicago Wolves put it best in their uh, release about him going back to Portland. Quote, the agreement states, no CHL player can join an AHL team unless he's 20 years old or has played four years of junior hockey. Jarvis, along with Wolves teammates, Jamison Reyes, Ryan Suzuki, and Phil Tomasina and other CHL players was given special disposition to start this season in the AHL while Canada's junior leagues sorted out their COVID-related issues and set a schedule to return to play, end quote. Um, So, you know, obviously wish him the best. Cannot wait for him to be back in Chicago and then with the Carolina Hurricanes because, you know, he's 19 now. He'll likely, uh, once he turns 20, um, be playing in Chicago again uh, and then hopefully in Raleigh soon after that. And heading into tonight's game against Detroit, it's still a few hours off, so there's still a little bit of time left to place your bets. And there is only one place that has you covered, and one place that we trust, and that is Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports actions. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and NHL are in full swing. Heck, March Madness is right around the corner, folks. And if you're from North Carolina like me, you know the ACC tournament is always huge around here. So you best believe I'll probably be putting some money on some of those games. And Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV with real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. And it's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit with the promo code LOCKED on bet online your sports books experts and don't forget to receive your 50 percent welcome bonus with your first deposit when you use promo code locked on and of course it is wednesday folks and every wednesday on locked on nhl take a deep dive into the western conference with sarah avampato of locked on kings and tom gazzola of locked on Oilers. Whether it's a look at the top end contenders like Vegas and Colorado or breaking down the rebuilds of the Kings and Blackhawks, Locked On NHL has you covered on Western Conference Wednesdays. Subscribe to a Locked On NHL wherever you get your podcasts, folks. Now tonight, um, against the uh, Detroit Red Wings, folks, as I speak with a list there for a second um the hurricanes are are of course again taking on the detroit red wings um they are currently tied in this season series at one game apiece um but i do think the hurricanes are probably gonna get the upper hand tonight against the red wings um because you know, not only is this game seeing the return of the SAT line, Sebastian Ajo, Andrei Svechnikov, and Tevo Taravainen, um fans are also going to be allowed in the stands there at PNC Arena. Um, while it's only 58% capacity, or not 58% percent capacity, uh, what am I talking about? 15% capacity, excuse me, um... That'll still about be about twenty eight hundred fans, um, so I expect them to bring the noise uh, for the Hurricanes. And you know, just that energy being back in the building, the team is going to feed off of that insane. Um, and honestly, you know, just looking at the lines tonight, you know, I think you know this is absolutely perfect. Um, again, you got the SAT line on the first line, you got Need Rider Trocek. Um and Natchez on the second line. I totally forgot how to read there for a fo- for a second, folks. Um and then on the third line, McGinn, Stahl and Faust. Fourth line, Martinuk, Paquette, and Fogle, Defenseman, uh Slavin and Hamilton, Fleury and Pesci, Shea and Bean, and then Alex being in goal tonight. Um, again, I think this is absolutely perfection for the Hurricanes. Sucks that Jake Gardner is obviously out still with an upper body injury, but with his injury history, I do want him to take all the time he needs to be healthy again. Um, he'd been playing really, really good for the Hurricanes this year. He obviously, you know, uh was criticized a lot last year, um, for his play. Um, he made some costly mistakes and has this year. Uh, but he has played a lot better this year. Um, in my opinion. And, you know, I want him to be at a hundred percent, uh, because when he is on, he is on, but, Honestly, the Hurricanes are going to kill it tonight. Um, I absolutely know it. Um, with Tevo uh, coming in tonight, you know, as I said the other day, I think they were suffering from not having Tevo's uh, elite playmaking ability. Um, and now with him back in the lineup and with the two other best, well, arguably other two best players on the team um, because Trocek is definitely making a case to be considered the best player on the team. Um, yeah, just having that line together and the chemistry that they have is going to be insane tonight. Um, and you know the fans are going to eat that up tonight. You just know it. Um, but not only you know do you have you know the golden lineup tonight. You also have uh, Andre and Evgeny Svechnikov facing off against each other for the first time. Uh, you know both brothers. have been. Looking forward to playing against each other. Um, Andre always says, you know, how much he looks up to his big brother. Um, and now that they're going to be able to play against each other, it's going to be great. Um, because, you know, uh, Drake recalled uh, Evgeny from the taxi squad, you know, for this game. So, you know, they had the same thing in mind of like, yeah, you know, both guys are going to uh, amp things up to 100 and. 11,000 percent, um, for tonight's game, yeah, because it's their brother, you know, they grew up playing against each other, so it's gonna be insane, um, and again, the fans being in the building, oh, man, it's gonna be crazy for the Hurricanes tonight, um, but if you are going tonight, um, definitely, uh, take pictures, take videos, um, enjoy it, And be safe, folks. Please be safe. I know you're not allowed to tailgate, but, you know, have fun and be safe, folks. Um, But that does it for today's episode. Um, In the next episode, we'll, of course, be recapping uh, the game against Detroit, um, as well as covering any other news about the Hurricanes. Um, But make sure, folks, that you get your questions in for Wade mentored the Carolina Hurricanes, and North Carolina State Ice Pack PA announcer. Get those questions in for him by Friday, folks. Um, So get those in. And not only that, um, send in your favorite Justin Williams stories as well. I'm working on something fun for that. Um, And also, again... Like I tweeted out, March is going to be a big month. We we're having the Locked on Triangle Sports Special. Um, I'll be sitting down with Kenton from the Locked on Wolfpack show and Candace from the Locked on Tar Heels show. Um, and we'll be discussing all things sports there in the Triangle area in North Carolina. So, sorry for the folks that aren't from North Carolina. But for those of you that are here, make sure that you tune into that. Um, but that does it for today's episode. And I will talk to you guys later, folks. Follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Hurricanes. Like it on Facebook at Locked on Hurricanes Podcast. And follow myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. Peace and chicken grease. Enjoy the game tonight, folks.